Welcome back to the Future Pilot Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Kish, and today I'm going to be going over seven pilot jobs for pilots with under 500 hours. I'm really excited to start this one and kind of um, talk about this one. Um, so I actually found this in a Bold Method article, and it's really interesting because they they talk about these and they interview people who do each one of these jobs. And um, I'm going to be getting those jobs in order, and I'm going to be going over them and kind of talking about them more in depth. So um, without further ado, let's get started. Four zero four right turn, taxi Papa Alpha to Papa, and then Bravo, and remain the frequency, please exit without the latest traffic waiting for the All right, welcome back, guys. So, um. A lot of these jobs are really interesting and unique and ones that I didn't even like know about and know that you could have it under 500 hours. So um, the first thing I think of with a job for a pilot with less than 500 hours is CFI and I know that's what a lot of people do. You know, I think people should really look into what they want to do and um, what would benefit them the most for what they're doing someday. Now, um, one of the things to keep in mind, if you're doing a program like Delta's Propel or United's Aviate, is they kind of expect you to be a CFI. Um, but if you're not one of those programs, I think you'll be fine. But I would definitely do your own research before you get into one of these and just make sure, like, this is what fits me and this is what will, like, benefit my career someday and uh, help me kind of climb the ladder of aviation careers. So um, the first one I saw on this Bold Method article is Skydive Jump Pilot. And um, this was actually the most interesting one to me that I didn't know a lot about. And um, when I thought of skydive jump pilot, I immediately was like, oh, probably just VFR in uncontrolled airspace and, um, you know, just, you know, just let the passengers out and go back to the airport. But it's a lot more than that. And I actually did a lot more research all over the web about this. So they talked to a pilot in the article that only has 325 hours and does skydive jump piloting in Colorado. So not only do you have to like plan and navigate a lot more than I thought, you have to communicate with passengers and you have to stay like really alert. I mean, having 30 plus people jump out of your plane at once, like while it's an operation and having to keep yourself balanced during that situation would be like really difficult. And I think skydive jump piloting would be like one of those careers like agricultural flying where you have to be really alert it's probably going to be vfr and you get to live like on the edge like it's a really cool job um you know i myself would even consider doing skydive jump piloting because you can probably get so many hours doing that um you can get so many hours just like going up and down and up and down all day because I mean there's a constant demand for people wanting to go skydiving um and I think it would be a really cool career to actually explore but um I scrolled down to the second one and I saw a privately owned aircraft under CFR part 91 and I remembered that I'd actually talked to a guy a couple weeks ago who actually does this as his career so um I go into the FBO as usual and I talked to a guy who owned his own Piper. He's like 23, I think. 
And he actually was telling me about how during COVID, he had to go to privately owned aircraft under Part 91, actually, instead of working for Republic. So he actually had a job lined up with Republic Airlines, but COVID hit, um, and that was a regional airline. And, you know, so he went and found this bulletin board ad, just like the guy in the article, and he started flying for two guys with a beach jet out of the same airport he owns the Piper at. Um, You know, I think privately owned aircraft would be really cool, and you could get a lot of experience off of that, especially if you're going into corporate aviation. Um, Because if you're already flying, like, say, a Citation or something under Part 91, and then you go into corporate aviation and already have that citation type rating and all those hours in the citations, you'd be like miles and miles ahead of anyone else going in. And that would be really a cool if you're going to corporate. So part 91 would be commercially flying privately owned aircraft. The next one on the list didn't interest me too much because it's mostly for helicopters. But if you're a helicopter pilot listening to this podcast, you may actually really be interested in this one. So the next one on the list is air tours. So they talked to an 18-year-old pilot with just over 250 hours who does helicopter tours in Florida. Um, I think one of the downsides that I could immediately think off of the top of my head would be like, what if you live somewhere uninteresting like Indiana where there's not really much of a market for helicopter tours? But I think if you live in one of the really major cities or you just live somewhere cool like i don't know for say like the grand canyon you could really profit off of this and make this into a career and definitely build hours it's one of those things like skydiving where there's probably like a constant demand for people to go up on these tours so the next one on the list is like probably the most obvious thing and what the most people do I found out that are trying to build hours and that's certified flight instructor so I talked about this last episode why I think I would rather choose a different route than certified flight instructor so that I can have a crew environment and I can fly a bigger plane but I definitely think that certified flight instructor would be a great career and it's still something I'm looking into. You can get hired basically anywhere across the country and start working. But um, I think one of the downsides I could think of was having to get a CFI license or a CFII or an MEI or something like that where if you were going into like Part 91 privately owned aircraft, you don't have to get a CFI. You don't have to get an MEI. And I think a lot of a lot of that um, comes down to cost too because you're having to pay to get that additional endorsement and it's definitely something that would be a good career to do though. Number five was banner towing. So banner towing would be really cool. You could spend up to eight hours a day flying, which would be really awesome actually. Um, So you could build up to a thousand hours in a year which would be awesome like absolutely insane amounts of hours but you'd be going low and slow and you'd be doing the same route over and over and over but i think there's also a lot of adventure in that um you should go on youtube and you should look at the videos if you haven't already seen this of those banner 
pilots switching out their banners. Like, it's so interesting. They fly really slow. It's usually like a tail dragger. And they'll catch the banner, like, really low and slow. It's it's the most interesting thing ever. There's a lot of good YouTube videos on it. Just look up, like, banner pilot picking up new banner or something like that. It'll pop up. Um, so number six popped up on this article. And I think it's it, – they – said it was really self-explanatory it's aircraft ferry pilot so low hour pilots can find positions delivering aircraft all over the country and even maybe internationally um this would be really cool um i actually would consider this this would be an awesome career if you want to like uh deliver planes and have definitely not the same route over and over and over number seven so Number seven is my favorite. Number seven is like if I could just push a button and do that right now as my first one, I would probably do that. So number seven is charter pilot under part 135. So um, this is cargo to scheduled passenger service. So you could fly caravans, King Airs, Metro liners like I was talking about in yesterday's episode. Um, there's so many different planes that you could fly under part 135. Um I think really the main appeal about part 135 for me is the fact that you still get like a crew environment and you are basically an airline pilot at that point. You'll get overnights in hotels, you'll travel on the road. It's really it's really interesting. And you're flying a I mean flying an aircraft as big as like a King Air or a Caravan or something versus, you know, like a CFI or a banner tower you're flying a big aircraft and you're doing like IFR and I think it'd be a really interesting thing um yeah definitely those are my seven that I could find on this article it's a really interesting article I'm going to link that down below if you want to like read more into depth on that applying to one of these more in depth um you know this article and my thoughts on this doesn't have a lot of actual a lot more information on this really look into it before you consider it um yeah definitely i have a few updates to go over um i've made an instagram account future pilot podcast you can really get ahead of time stuff on like when the next podcast will come out and you can um you can really interact with me i also have a gmail set up which is futurepilotpodcast at gmail.com which you can email me on um if you want to email in like a story or a question to the podcast that i can talk about on here it is futurepilotpodcast at gmail.com um also if you have any like concerns or things you think i should improve on please also email that to me as well i am very new to podcasting this is my second time ever recording a podcast and uh i would love to hear from you if you have anything that you think i should improve on but um yeah today's episode was also another shorter one i plan to make next episode longer when i do my episode next time over comparing corporate versus commercial versus cargo so that um episode will be a lot longer than this one um but next episode, I'm really excited to do. I'm still doing more research because I did not think it would be as much information as it truly is. There's so many factors and differences and similarities between the three. And um, there's a lot of other fields, too, which I didn't know about. You can do 
like firefighting and actually still fly the same planes that a commercial airline pilot would and I didn't even know that but yeah I hope to get that episode out sooner than later but definitely go ahead and uh, leave a five-star review if you liked this podcast I will see you guys next time Four, right turn, taxi Papa, I'll put the Papa, and then Bravo, and remain the street with you, please, exit without the latest traffic, waiting to the park.